Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Monday, October 24th. 15 days to go until Election Day. Debates, polls, ads, they're all coming at voters. But one thing remains true. The economy and inflation are top of mind. Our latest tally of the early vote totals, according to various elections officials, Edison Research and Catalyst, more than 7 million votes have already been cast across 39 states where we have data from with just two weeks to go before Election Day, an electorate that remains very engaged in this midterm season. President Joe Biden made the trek across town from the White House to the Democratic National Committee headquarters today to offer up this to staff and volunteers. 15 days, we're going to make a choice about whether we go forward or backwards. It's that practical. We just need to vote. Get out the vote. And if we do, I truly believe we're just getting started. Now, these early vote numbers need to be read with some caution because it's just a partial picture. We won't know until Election Day how many people show up to vote in person on the big day itself. So this is a partial picture of the early vote. But in some places, it is shattering records. We are preparing now for a midterm election that could have turnout at the record setting levels that existed four years ago at the 2018 midterm elections. And we have some brand new CNN polling conducted by SSRS in three critical battleground states. These are the states formerly known as the Blue Wall. You remember Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, three states that Donald Trump won in 2016, sort of how he won the White House, and that Joe Biden flipped in 2020, sort of restoring that blue wall that Donald Trump broke through. These Critical states will no doubt play a role in which party controls the United States Senate after this election season. That is because in two of them, Pennsylvania and Wisconsin, those are the states where currently Republican held seats are being defended and Democrats see the potential for their best opportunities there to actually increase their numbers in the Senate, to pad their majority or worst case scenario, to pick up these Republican seats as a bit of an offset to some of their own seats that they may lose in places that have tough contests like in Georgia, Nevada, Arizona. In Pennsylvania, our new CNN poll shows among likely voters that John Fetterman, the Democratic lieutenant governor, has a slight edge over Republican Mehmet Oz, 51 percent to 45 percent among likely voters. In Wisconsin, there is no clear leader. It is a race that is well within the poll's margin of error. There we have 50 percent of likely voters backing the Republican incumbent Ron Johnson. Forty nine percent of likely voters back his Democratic opponent, the lieutenant governor Mandela Barnes. One interesting thing to note in the Pennsylvania results, Fetterman has 97 percent support among Democrats. So he has basically consolidated his entire party behind his candidacy, whereas Mehmet Oz has 86 percent support among Republicans. So the first thing on the Oz to do list is continue to consolidate that Republican vote between now and Election Day. That may be the path for him to really narrow the gap that he has right now with Fetterman. They've got a big one night only debate planned for tomorrow night, Tuesday night in Pennsylvania. As for the all important independents, Oz is winning those by 12 percentage points, 54 percent to 42 percent. 
a critical component to keeping him very much within shouting distance of Fetterman in this race. And there is consistency across all three of these states in terms of the most important issue to voters. Overwhelmingly, that is the economy and inflation. And here's the deal, folks. Economy voters are overwhelmingly supporting the Republican candidates. So of the 44% who say the economy and inflation are most important to their vote in Pennsylvania, those voters split 64% for Oz, 32% for Fetterman. Two to one, Oz wins economy voters. It's even better for Republicans in Wisconsin. Roughly about the same percentage say the economy and inflation is most important, and it really is well ahead of abortion rights or democracy or crime and guns. And Ron Johnson is winning with those economy voters 78% to 21% for Mandela Barnes. And we ask voters in all three states whether the economy is getting better, getting worse, or staying the same. More than 6 in 10 in each one of these states say the economy is getting worse. So it's a really sour outlook on issue number one for voters in these three states. So then you may ask, well, then why does Fetterman, the Democrat, have a slight edge in a place like Pennsylvania? Well, one, I said, is because Oz still has more work to do consolidating the Republican vote. But also, if you look at their favorable unfavorables, Oz is just not as well liked as Fetterman. Not that Fetterman is lighting the world on fire. He splits pretty evenly between his favorable and unfavorables. But Oz is pretty significantly upside down. Many more people see him unfavorably than view him favorably. That clearly is having an impact here as well. There's one other finding in our polls that just fascinates me. So we asked folks, which factor is playing the biggest role in deciding how they're going to vote in the Senate? Is it a candidate's issue positions? Is it which party will ultimately control the United States Senate, sort of what I call strategic voters? Or is it the character of the candidates? Now, the pluralities in both Pennsylvania and Wisconsin say it's issue positions. 48% of likely voters say that is what their major factor is in deciding their vote in Pennsylvania. 45% say that in Wisconsin. But among those about which party will control the United States Senate is a major factor in deciding their Senate vote. This is so interesting. 27% of likely voters say that's the case in Pennsylvania, and they break pretty significantly for Mehmet Oz. He benefits from sort of the strategic voters, if you will. Again, they make up roughly a quarter of the electorate. In Wisconsin, it's a little less. It's 20%. So two out of 10 likely voters say they're voting based on which party will control the Senate. But those voters overwhelmingly benefit Mandela Barnes. So each party's benefiting from strategic voters differently in these states, which I find totally fascinating. But as I noted, it is the candidates' positions that are the biggest factors for voters. And as we've been talking about for several weeks now, the economy is the biggest of the big issues for voters. And that is why you heard Bernie Sanders make his case over the weekend for Democrats needing to focus on the economy. I think what the Democrats have got to say is we are going to stand with working people. Is the abortion issue important? Yes. But we have also got to focus on the struggles of working people to put food on their table. And why you heard Roy Blunt, the Republican from Missouri, make the case for why Republicans are better positioned. We need to to stop saying that uh, uh, spending more money like the Democrats did in the bill they passed this year, again, on a totally partisan basis, uh, is going to do things that that, uh, 
really stabilize the economy, bad energy policies will continue to stoke what's now a fire of inflation that got way out of hand before Democrats uh, knew what they were doing. There is so much more to dig into in our latest CNN polls. I urge you to go to CNN.com slash politics and dig into the numbers in Michigan, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin. In addition to the key Senate races, we looked at the governor's races, the secretary of state races were applicable, as well as that abortion ballot measure that Michiganders will be voting on this year. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.